Hey, rock stars, it's Suzanne Orlando, your anxiety alchemist, here with episode eight on the Redefine Your Purposes podcast. So, in this episode, I am going to talk to you guys about one of my favorite analogies that I've used with my clients for years. And the reason why I'm talking about this is God, you know, it's so hard to take steps towards anything, especially the things that feel the most difficult, right? Oftentimes you hear people say, you know, I'm waiting to get motivated. I'm not motivated to do that. And what are the things we're most of the time not motivated to do? The things that are the most difficult, whether they're things like, or, you know, I want to, you know, writing checks to pay your bills or, you know, writing that report for work getting up to exercise for some of us, a lot of the things that we're not jumping for joy about doing are the things that we lack motivation in. But when we finally get into the action with those things, when we finally take the steps, when we finally just propel ourselves into action because we know that we have to, what often happens is that usually isn't enough for most of us, which is a bunch of bullshit if you ask me. And that's what I teach my clients. That's what I talk about. That's what I imp- imp- that's what I connect to in my own life because we beat ourselves up over so much shit and we never give ourselves the credit that we deserve. And look, I'm not talking about, you know, if, our, if my room is a disaster and I put a shirt away that I'm going to go out and have a celebratory dinner. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about recognizing the shit that's really difficult for us to do and then recognizing and giving ourselves credit for getting into action towards those really, really difficult things. And I did talk about earlier in this podcast, I, you know, a couple of moments ago, I said, I have an awesome analogy. And I'm going to share that with you guys. But first, let's dive a little bit deeper into this whole concept. So one of my clients a couple of weeks ago, true story, we were they were having a really hard time getting into action towards stuff for the same purposes that I just described. The things that they knew that they had to do were really difficult for them because if they weren't, they would have done it already most of the time, right? Does that story sound familiar to you guys? I bet it does because it's a typical one for most of us. And what I shared with this client was this, and this is a, this is a solid gold strategy that you can apply to your life no matter what you do. If you're having a hard time getting into action towards something, the first thing you need to do is recognize all of the positive choices that you're making every day. Now, let me back that up a minute. So what I shared with this client was this. They were having a really hard time getting into action towards doing almost everything for themselves. And I took a step back and I said to them, wait a minute, what do you do? Tell me what you do every day. Like, what's your morning routine? What are the, what are the things that you do every day despite how you feel? Even if you feel that you can't get out of bed, even if you feel like you're stuck in bed watching TV, watching the Netflix you know, you're binge watching all the crap on Netflix. What are, what are the few things that you do every day? And they're like, okay, well, um, I brush my teeth. Um, I eat food. Like I make myself breakfast or whatever I, I eat. And sometimes I get dressed. Sometimes I stay in my pajamas, but I always like brush my teeth. I always eat, you know? So I look, I, you know, I, I said to them, I'm like, listen, so those are really those are things that you do that you make positive choices towards. You could choose not to brush your teeth. You could choose not to feed yourself, but you do that. And they're like, well, of course I do that because it would be like really gross if I didn't do that. 
But my point to this client was this, you have to give yourself credit because those are positive choices you're making. Just regardless of why you're making those choices, if I don't eat, I'm going to be hungry. If I don't brush my teeth, I'm going to have bad oral hygiene and I care about the way my teeth look and feel and I want them to last a long time. Regardless of why, you're still choosing to do something positive for yourself. So my the client looked at me and this I've I've shared this strategy with clients for years and this was the first time this client I've ever heard it referred to like this and I thought it was really appropriate and hilarious at the same time. They're like that sounds like a freaking participation trophy Suzanne. And I started to laugh and I'm like, "You know what? It does feel like a participation trophy." And I'm not going to I'm not going to downplay that at all. However, even saying that it sounds like a participation trophy is is taking away the credit that you need to give yourself for making good choices. Because even if it's something that we're already doing, and most people would probably do those same things, if, if in other areas of your life or most areas of your life, you're lacking that motivation, you're lacking that ability to get into action, you really have to recognize the shit that you're already doing, even if it's even if it's routine shit like breathing, you have to recognize that when, you know, in, in the work that I do with very young children or, you know, um, when people create behavioral charts for very young children, when they're looking for a certain behavior to change, the the caveat of this, the way, the reason why behavioral charts start to work immediately is because you put on those behavioral charts the shit that the kids are already doing successfully, and then you sprinkle in the stuff that they need to work on. And what does that do? Most behavioral charts, you know, they have like stickers or smiley faces every time a kid achieves something. So if you're only looking for the desirable behaviors to be achieved, that and those are the hard things that are really difficult for the kid to do. When they look at their behavioral chart, it's going to be blank initially. And who wants to, who's going to be motivated to, to keep working if every single thing they do during the day does not yield them results? So why not if the kid's already getting dressed by themselves, if they're already brushing their teeth, if, the, if they're already saying please and thank you or whatever it is you put on the chart, put those things on the chart so that that kid starts to see the stickers. And when they start to see the stickers add up, the stick each sticker gives them a point and the points lead to a reward. So why wouldn't they do their best to then work on the, the behavior that you want to be shifted? Does that make sense to everybody? So this is the same concept. When I am doing something, when I am when I am doing something that I'm already doing like breathing, when I'm having a difficult time getting motivated, I have to recognize the positive choices I'm making every single day every single day. And I need to give myself credit for that. So I want you guys to start thinking in those terms, start shifting that mind to be able to recognize the positive things that you're doing every single day and take a moment and give yourself kudos, credit, and acknowledgement for doing those things. Do not downplay it because this is going to help you shift into that mindset where you can do the difficult things. Now, going back that's one key component here. Now, going back to is this concept of, well, once I get into motion, once I start doing this shit that's really difficult, because you're already in the mindset now of being able to recognize your wins, you need to recognize your wins with that. It's not, well, I did this, but I didn't do this. So for example, let's just say that one of your goals is to organize your closet that's completely in shambles and a disaster. And it's really, it's really overwhelming to look at that closet because it's been 
it's been months, it's been years since you've since you've actually done anything towards that, right? So what I would say to my clients is you don't want to look at the closet and you know, commit or, or expect yourself to organize the entire closet in one day, look at a section. Are there things all over the floor? I'm going to clean the floor today. Are there things? And then once you're done with that task for the day, you can't look at the closet and say, but there's still so much shit to do. I only did a little bit. You acknowledge what you did. You acknowledge the little bit that you did because you're chipping away at something that feels really overwhelming for you. And this is goes for everything that's hard to get into action towards. And here is my analogy that I promised you. For those of you who have ever experienced the setback of a flat tire on your car, right? Pain in the ass. You're going somewhere. All of a sudden, you have a flat tire. What do you have to do? You can't just keep driving, right? You have to get the flat tire changed. Now, let me ask you a question. Whenever you've gotten a flat tire or been with somebody who has had a flat tire, if you've never had a flat tire, envision yourself getting a flat tire. Would your first task, once you get out of the car and you recognize the tires, one tire is flat, would you slash all the rest of your tires or would you focus on fixing the tire that's flat? I really want to be comfortable in saying and assuming that most of you thought in your head, I'd fix the tire that was flat. I would never slash the rest of my tires. Why? Why wouldn't you slash the rest of your tires? The car's already not working. Why not slash the rest of your tires? Well, because hmm, it's easier to fix one tire than four tires. Um, It's more cost effective to fix one tire than four tires. It's going to save me more time if I fix the one tire and not all four tires, right? So this is the same concept that I share with my clients when it comes to beating ourselves up for not doing all of the things that we expect ourselves to do, but also recognize that it's difficult to get into action towards those things. So going back to the closet, if I can recognize that the the stuff that I chipped away at, if I could recognize the small section that I completed in my closet, that's like fixing the one flat tire and getting on your way. If I look at all the rest of the crap that I haven't done, if I start beating myself up because I can't, why can't I do everything else? Why can't I do it all at once? What's wrong with me? That's like slashing the other three tires when one tire is flat. Does that make sense? So going forward, and and as human beings, I see this all the time. I've done it. I do it. I've learned strategies to get away from it, but I do find myself in that mindset sometimes, and most of my clients struggle with this concept. And that often leaves my clients feeling stuck and feeling like they can't get out of their own damn way because they're constantly slashing all four of their tires when one tire is flat. They're not focusing on fixing the one tire. And that's the concept that I want you guys to take away from this podcast. I want you to take away that concept and think about it. Think about all the stuff that you beat yourself up for. Think about it. Your house is a complete disaster. Oh my gosh. I need to clean my whole house. I have company coming over. Um, Most of the time when I have this mindset sharing, you know, just being completely freaking transparent here, when I have that, when I, when that happens to me, I don't want to get off my ass and start cleaning the house because thinking about cleaning the entire house is really crazy. Yes, I have to do it, but what do I do? I start, I, I start in a small area. I might start with one of my bathrooms. I might start with my kitchen counters. I might start with, you know, fixing up the living room. 
I'm going to start small. And then when I start small and I fix, I do one thing, I'm going to step back and say, okay, awesome. I feel really good that I started, that I'm in positive momentum, and then I actually got off my butt and did something. Now, what else can I do? I'm not popping the rest of my tires and beating myself up for not being a freaking you know, the energizer bunny and cleaning my whole house in 20 minutes, I'm recognizing what I've done, giving myself credit for doing it, and I'm moving on to the next thing. And that's what I want you guys to take from this. I want you to take time and really think about the concept of the flat tire, because you sure as shit would never slash the rest of your tires if one of your tires was flat. So why the hell are you doing that to yourself? Stop it. Stop doing that to yourself. Recognize what you are doing. Give yourself kudos for making good choices and stop focusing on the stuff that's leaving your tires flat. <laughs>